0: This is a homemade broadcast radio production.
1: I was
0: a little offended you didn't let me make you iced coffee with my new iced coffee machine.
1: You I didn't even to,
0: comment on it.
1: I have to go to bed soon.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: So I shouldn't drink caffeine past like 2 p.m.
0: Oh, I have to. I have to do the radio program by myself tonight. So I, I am loading up. Mm-hmm. I want an Adderall. Mm, I need
1: some cocaine.
0: Some cocaine. Some meth. Okay. I want it all. I want to speedball my way into. Midnight. And then I want to go to sleep immediately after. Do
1: you have trouble falling asleep after midnight shift?
0: Not really, no. I usually come home, take a nice warm shower. That helps. And then I just turn the lights off. Mm. And I turn the blue light off of the iPhone. And I'll play on my phone for a little bit. And then I eventually will just put it down and go to sleep. It usually takes me a half an hour or 45 minutes.
1: Okay. I feel like I've lost my sleep confidence. I know that sounds insane, I don't know if other people deal with this as well. I'm sure that they do or maybe not. Maybe not. But if I have trouble sleeping one night, right, it's hard for me to go to bed, the next night if it happens again, then I've convinced myself I have a sleeping problem. Oh. And then I'm in my, and then I'm in oh. my head and then I'm like, "Okay, now I have a sleeping problem and I haven't taken any Xanax probably for like T- six weeks, maybe seven weeks. And then, uh, like, two days ago, I took a quarter Zan, an mm-hmm. eighth of a Zan, something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, you have a sleeping problem now. Like, you, you actually need, to- like, I've convinced myself. So that was two nights ago. And then last night, I don't smoke weed before bed or anything, but I had a joint lying around, and I had a few puffs. And I, oh, oh, I need, I need you to fix my lighter because I bought a new one and it's not working. Sure. But anyways, no that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. But now I have a sleeping problem as of Sunday night. So, um, I've, I've lost my confidence to go to bed because I'll be tired. I'm, I'm settling down. I do all the things. I try not to look at an electronics an hour before bed. I take a nice warm shower. I talk to the kitties, like I do my thing. And then as soon as I go- get to bed, head goes down, racing thoughts. You can't sleep. You have a problem. You can't sleep. You have a problem. Is any lights
0: on during this time? No, any lights electrical off. devices? No, no,
1: no. Just just doing, you know, dead man's pose, savasana in my bed, just yeah. waiting to be taken by sleep, and it's not taking me,
0: and not happening. Wow. Uh, what can I tell you? It sounds like you just have high levels of neuroticism, and no. you're just getting, you're just freaking yourself out.
1: Yeah, but does that happen to you, where you have a couple nights nice bad, and then you think, okay, well, now this is my new life. It's my uh-huh. new normal, as they say. Mm. I'm like, this is just how it is from here on out, so get used to it, sister.
0: No, not not on a regular basis, but there are some nights where I don't, I can't sleep. You know, I think that happens to everybody, though. It's not Sure, it's not but serious. when
1: it happens, like, two consecutive nights, because you think if you have a bad night of sleep, the next night's going to be real good because you're going to be real tired. Yeah. False. Do you nap? I, last week, I was just a napping champ, ta- and I take 20 minutes, take an hour, something like this. Don't nap. Well, and then, but I was going to sleep just fine last week. And then this week, no naps and having trouble. Still nothing. But when I let me tell you something about Xanax.
0: Yeah. It's
1: one hell of a drug.
0: Yeah, I know. I that's <laughs> you don't don't get hooked on that. No, stuff, I know. Man. I know. That's, you got to be real. This barbiturates real are
1: because holy balls! Because I took like maybe an eighth of a Xan, which is obviously not that much, but I'm, I was not taking it on a regular basis, and I got about five hours of sleep. I felt like I slept eight. Cause you are just you're in oh, you're deep out. sleep.
0: You're you're there's no brain activity
1: in Well, there's there is, but it, you're deep. You're not in the light sleep where you're waking up and you're like, what was that? You're just you're out cold, mm-hmm. and then you wake up really refreshed with less sleep. I'm like, that's got to be like a biohack or something like that. If you can take something that gets you into that deep sleep quicker and stay and you stay there longer, then you can really condense the amount of actual sleep, right? Sure. I mean, you're a sleep expert, so am I'm, I? Yeah. I watch a TED Talk or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, I took a, uh, it was kind of the opposite. I had to do a Sunday shift, and it was, you know, midday, 11 to 1, and uh, for radio, and I drank on Saturday nights. I don't drink during the week. I might have a beer, you know, during the week, but I'm really good with, um, well. Seen on track. It, booze, anyways. I was going to say my diet.
1: Pretty I'm good. pretty
0: good during yeah, the week.
1: Meal plan action. Yeah, weekend
0: and I'm still doing NTT Fitness and stuff, so they've been great. So during the week, I'm pretty good. I do go out to lunch like twice a week, and I tend not to get the best things. But you know, I'm running and doing other stuff, and but no booze during the week. So you know, Saturday night is my day, you know, to cut loose, be a out full blown alcoholic, mm. which I tend to take advantage of. But the problem is, you know, I have to do two hours of of programming. And um, I'm a little nervous about my situation. I'm a little worried about the morning.
1: Is this uh every week? No, no.
0: no it was just one week. I was filling in for Johnny. Johnny was busy doing something. Ah, okay. And Johnny's been d- taking that shift. Uh, that's pretty much his spot.
1: Are you doing it this, one, this Sunday as well?
0: No, I'm not. Okay, so
1: you can get wild.
0: But my friend was like, I don't know if I should even say this, but allegedly... He said, hey, "Well, I have an Adderall. If you if you want it, I, you know, I have a prescription." And they said, "Uh, I guess just in case."
1: You mean to take the following day?
0: To take in the morning to get you It's meth. It's methamphetamine. It's yeah. and amphetamine. And
1: it, it'll make you s yourself. So just watch out.
0: Yeah. So I ended up taking. <laughs> I ended up taking it in the morning. I really wasn't hungover, but I just felt like I needed a boost, especially mm. being in the day shift and. You know, being essentially alone. There was at least a phone screener in the in the room, but you know, you know, yeah, basically alone. You're alone. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, I did that, and I was like, "Whoa!" I don't know. I was zooted
1: up. Like, People take this every day. Well, they're probably. I mean, you, do you know how much you took, milligram wise? I have no idea. Okay, well, that's a problem because <laughs> obviously you're going to start slow. And then you build your your way up. So when people take like a whole thing, they've probably been taking at her all their whole life. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, the last time I took one was at a wedding. My ex-girlfriend gave me one, and she takes it every day. And I was like grinding my teeth.
1: Well, again, go, you're probably me. taking what she takes, and she's been taking it for she years. she
0: taking it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh my God, this That's is. That's happened
1: to me too. And it's uncomfortable. It's oh, uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, I was, I was zooted up. I mean, this is like, this is methamphetamine. Yeah. So it's not uh, not something I'd want to be taking all the time but. for sure is there
1: a but is there a but to that story yeah i thought you're like i don't want to take it all the time but. well it it
0: <laughs> definitely helped me out that, that okay. it, i feel like it definitely made you it's like you and you sauce you know you're able to pep it up a little bit You're quicker on your feet i was able to you know register i think faster
1: but sometimes i mean i've taken too much adderall before and it you can go overboard and you're just you start stuttering you just feel like you're tweaking out you, can, you can't, like, you can't even focus because your, your heart is, like, you're focusing on, you're like, am I going to go into cardiac arrest right now?
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely elevated heart rate, more fidgety than usual, but.
1: You felt focused, and.
0: I felt focused. I felt good. You know, the show went good, I think. Okay. You know, I didn't go back and listen to it, but I think it went okay. And it felt good. I wish I had an emergency supply. Let's just put it that way. When I need it, or where it would help mm. be more beneficial. Yeah, On like a, you realize
1: it starts benefiting you in every aspect every of it. Every day, day. yeah. <laughs> well,
0: that's the thing. It is. I would know that and just be cognizant of that, I think. I think. I mean, who yeah, knows? Yeah, I mean, but... you would
1: be cognizant of it, but you would start justifying why you should. Well, I had a Maybe. really good show. I should probably take it again.
0: I don't think I would. I've, I don't really have that addictive personality.
1: It's not even like that you feel addicted physiologically. It's that you know, you, you set a new standard for yourself. So maybe you feel like you had a better show and you're like, listen, I'm a radio personality. I m- need to make sure that I'm giving the best show to these people uh, at every at any given day and I need to make sure I'm on my toes at any given time. And if if I'm on Adderall and then I do a show without Adderall, they're going to notice the difference. They're going to be like, why isn't Will on his toes? And then it becomes, you know, a cycle.
0: Oh, well, if that was the case, you know, I'm at my best four and a half, five beers in and I would just <laughs> drink every night. But okay. I know I can't do that, yeah. you know, so... But no, I don't. it would be nice just sometimes, some days, you don't feel like it. And yeah, perhaps it could go down that rabbit hole. I don't think I would, but yeah, maybe. I don't know. You know who needed some damn Adderall this week? Freaking Simone Biles, man. Simone Biles, Olympian, uh, the best gymnast ever, uh-huh. so I hear. Yes. I don't really keep up so Four much with gymnastics. Eight. She's the face of American... Sports, really, right now. At least the Olympics.
1: Olympics, yeah. yeah. I not say American sports, but Olympics. So she had, a, had an incident this week, and people
0: feel very strongly about this episode, which I thought was strange. And it was political. Just like anything else, it was mm. I could tell how you probably voted based on how you felt about Simone Biles. Mm,
1: yes and no, and I'm only saying that because I listened to Orlando in the Freak Show this morning, and they were talking about it. I'm pretty sure they all hang one way, mm. and they there were some differing opinions. Okay, so the- I think it's more of a generational thing. Uh, like for those that don't know, Simone Biles pulled herself out of the it's the the entire Olympics, right? She was just she was doing the. The all the uh, the team, right? And she, then she pulled herself out of the individual. As I don't well. know if she
0: pulled herself out of the individual. I, I thought was told I read she that. Pulled out but, of everything. Okay. You know, well but. okay, then, then you go fair enough and and whatever. But yeah, so she uh she pulled herself out of the games. Now and yeah, maybe maybe I'm wrong because in just my sample size of my Facebook friends list, which is a few hundred people, it was just I could the the <laughs> the repeat offenders of having something to say about everything. We're chiming in on this. Mm-hmm. Lots of comedians, local comedians, I know. Not Gross. not big ones.
1: <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> and,
0: you know, I, it bugs me, not that comedians are commenting on it, but it's not witty or funny. or uh, shows any sort of hypocrisy. It's just vitriol towards the people who are, who are being critical of yeah. her. I mean, like, well... These fat asses are being critical of Simone Biles. They've never won a medal. Well, That's not what anybody was saying. One of them said something like, wow, well, I should be surprised by the comments, but I'm not. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I, that, that annoyed me. And it really wasn't about also the people who were being critical of... <laughs> I, I saw people posting memes... You know, of of a guy laying in a a pile of his own filth, yeah, and commenting Simone Biles is a failure or whatever. I saw that. As Those well. people though that were posting that meme, failures, utter failures yeah. as well. They're all failures. So yeah. it's not just one side.
1: It's it's. I mean, it's It's weird. So I think people are you know interested in it. But my thing is like. This bitch has been in the Olympics, what, three times? She's been in national championships her whole life. She's used to pressure. So if she feels the need to take herself out, I have a feeling something's really not right with her. I have to just trust whatever she's going through and say, listen, if you don't want to compete, don't compete. Obviously, I would think that she would want to. I don't know if you heard this or why you made the connection between Adderall and Simone Biles, but apparently she was taking Ritalin, like, her whole life. Did
0: you that? No, I didn't. That's a good segue, though. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's perfect. Well done. (laughs) Yeah, great job, (laughs) Will. You didn't even know. But she, and you didn't hear anything, you didn't hear this, but again, I saw it, I was listening to Rogan, he was talking about it, and Jamie was pulling it up, and he said that um, Simone Biles had been taking Ritalin. She has a Ritalin prescription she takes, um, and in Japan, I think it's banned, or it's hard to get, or something like that, where she couldn't have it, whatever, So imagine you're taking this for your anxiety or ADHD, I think she had ADHD, and then all of a sudden you don't have it, and you have the pressure of the Olympics, and you're doing stuff that's not safe if you don't have confidence, you know, doing flips in the air and stuff. And she was just like, I gotta pull myself out. So once I knew that she was on Ritalin for her ADHD that she'd been diagnosed with, like, I guess since she was an adolescent, um, and she's 24 now, so she's been taking it for a minute, and then all of a sudden you don't have that drug... You're probably, and it's a psychological drug, you're probably going to start freaking out. So when I heard that, I go, okay, well, it makes sense that she's probably feeling a little uneasy. <laughs> like, mm. so. Okay,
0: so that, that's, I, that's information that I didn't know. I had also heard, and I'm not positive it's true or not, but I did hear that she is so good, apparently, that the Olympics will dock her points because she does things that would be really hard for somebody else, but it's very routine. For her, which if that's the case, that's insane. I mean, that's stupid. What's the point? She's mm-hmm. the best. She should win, period. If she can right. do stuff that other people can't do, then that just means she's better.
1: Or is it that she takes the chance to do something hard, and if she doesn't stick it, they dock her points, whereas other people don't do things that are as risky. And
0: oh, they, I don't and know. They,
1: and they do them better. You know what I mean? I don't, is it kind of like you take the risk to do something harder, and if you fail, you get docked some points? Like...
0: Well, that, that everybody happens with that. Then. Well, yeah. but here's the
1: thing: if if other girls are doing things that aren't as hard and they stick it mm-hmm. and they get like whatever, it's like okay, you got it, you got a nine or something. But Simone tries something harder and it doesn't stick. It she gets docked, she only gets a seven. Mm-hmm. Is it like that?
0: I don't know. That's a fair I'm question. Sure. I didn't. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't see. I couldn't. Fi- I looked it up, but I couldn't find anything okay. on it quickly enough to to talk about it um, when I was sent this information or told this information. Now, the thing that, first of all, it annoyed me (laughs) that she seemed to be getting celebrated for
1: failure, for her... um, you know, quitting, quitting, I would say. I don't even want to call it failure because she didn't fail. Because if she if, failed, right, it, I would be like, OK, well, she tried and she failed. Uh-huh. You know, that's that's just yeah, the but she tried. Like she tried. Right. The effort is what we appreciate.
0: And and there's always stuff like I'm learning new things every day about this. You just told me that I learned about the, the dock uh, docking of the points. So maybe those had some things to do with it. I also heard that she said, well, I'm going to get dock points. So I'm going to be a liability to my team. That just doesn't seem right to me. But I don't know, maybe. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, So they had a better chance to meddle with her not being. in. So I don't know, all those things. It just, it it was shocking. And yes, I'm not an athlete, and I still have an opinion on this, shockingly. (laughs) Uh, I know that's a hard thing to register for some people. But this, I hate to overuse the word, and I hate the phrase, because it's our dads that say it, but pussification of America. Yeah. I, I, it annoys me saying it out loud, but I feel like it, it's apt here. Because there was yeah. a time when, I mean, it's not only physical sports. There is a mental aspect.
1: I'd say it's about sport. 50-50. Right.
0: And it's overcoming. You look at any you know, high school JV football team, it has some sort of physical and mental toughness of course. arrangement in there. Yeah. So worded a little differently each time. But it's about, you know, self-discipline and performance and self-disciplining under, yourself. under pressure. Exactly. So that's what the sports are. That's mm-hmm. what being an athlete is about.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, I've never, I played JV football for two weeks.
1: But, but I didn't even get my mental yeah, and
0: physical toughness shirt because I wasn't there long enough. You
1: don't You don't have to be an athlete to comment on something like this. Just because you haven't been through it doesn't mean you don't understand the concepts involved. Well, like there's, you've had to do things. You've done radio under pressure. You could mm, have quit, but you didn't. That's mm. a similar thing. Just because you're not an athlete doesn't mean you've never experienced pressure in your life or the pre- pressure to perform in your life. Like, it's it's a common
0: it. common trope though that you have to be something in order to comment no. on it now.
1: Yeah, it's like which uh, is insane. Yeah, you could be like, well, heroin is bad. It's like, well, have you ever done it?
0: Yeah, you don't know.
1: You, well, no, but I have a good idea. I think it's not good for you though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like get out of here,
0: <laughs> So I don't know. She was she. I, I'm not gonna say she's a dis- Like a lot of people just went way off the deep end with this that she's a, a disgrace and an embarrassment and. I didn't, you know, she needs to do what's good for her. I totally get yeah. that, but I just kept thinking about: first of all, <laughs> is would a man be able to get away with doing something like this?
1: Probably less so. Less so. Less so for sure. I mean, I was listening to Orlando in the free show this morning, and it seems like the older members of the show were like. Man, what happened with, like, you think you look at Tiger, you look at Jordan, you look at, the, like, the goats of their sport, Wayne Gretzky.
0: Carrie Strug was one of the name who got brought up, sure, too, in yeah, 96 like, in Orlando. Did,
1: did they say, you know, I'm feeling a little pressure, I gotta quit? No, but are we kind of encouraging people to be soft? But then it's like, you look at Simone Biles, she's an Olympic, she's been to the Olympics before so you'd think the more times you go the more comfortable you get she's been to countless competitions she trains her ass off she says she I was watching this thing today she trains between like 32 and 34 hours a week so you, th- you think she doesn't want to all that hard work to pay off of course she does but much like you said about politicians when you know we talk about polit- politics you can't assume what's in people's minds and hearts I don't know what she's going through. She probably has dealt with pressure before. That's how I'm gauging it. I'm like, okay, the bitch knows, like, she can perform under pressure. She's an Olympian. She's won countless gold medals. She knows what to do. Something must be really wrong. So I'm kind of like, well, maybe there is a situation. Maybe she doesn't want to hurt herself or let down her team or she's, you know, I don't want to push her. It's like she has to perform and then she fails and then she kills herself the next day. Like, we don't know, you know, so...
0: Right. It, it just feels like now it's one of these things that people can use an excuse and you can't really question it. You're not allowed to question that if they're really going through something. Now, she did go through trauma. She was on the team when Larry Nassar was at Michigan State and they were, I don't know if she got, you know, molested by him personally. but She
1: did. I don't know she did. if okay. it was then, but... um. But it, may, it i think it was even like the last Olympics or something. Maybe not, because she was she was a little bit older. She was like twenty, but she definitely was one of the girls that was abused.
0: So I mean, obviously, that's going to create some sort of problem mentally with you if if you have to experience that and go through that. But what? I don't know. You're I like just, who
1: hasn't been molested in gymnastics? <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean kinda. <laughs>
0: uh, I didn't want to say it, but kinda. I can see
1: it on your face. <laughs> you know, but those
0: there's other girls that they're more mentally tough, I guess, and able to handle it. But and
1: also she has way more eyes on her too.
0: That's true. No no you know? doubt. No doubt. That's a fact. And you know, maybe it's unfair that uh, that's the case, but she's the face. Yeah. It, it she just is. Like I can't imagine Tom Brady. Going, guys, I just can't do it. I'm t I am we are down by three and I just I can't yeah. do it I'm sit out. I, I can't imagine any, I can't imagine LeBron or anybody doing that. Somebody brought up well, Michael Jordan, you know, took some time off after, from basketball when he was in his prime to play baseball, but he didn't do it in the middle of a game. You know, he completed the game and then the like season, season was over okay. and he said, I'm gonna retire now. I'm gonna retire and then he ended up coming back a few years later.
1: To play more basketball.
0: To play basketball again. But it was, uh, you know, he still got the job done. I think he lost the game, but he
1: played. Okay. He he completed what he was set to complete, yeah. and then he did another sport. So right. Like, yeah. Um. Again, I don't know what what she's going through. I definitely think that you know she's able to, kind of get, not get through it, but um, kind of given more of a break because she's a woman. Certainly. Certainly, no doubt. Certainly. Um, it's not a great look, but again, I don't know what she's going through. And when I, when I found out today that her, um, medical records got leaked Mm. and she was on Ritalin and she, and it's banned in Japan. Mm. That probably had something to do with it. So I mean, then you factor that that and then you go, I don't know what she's going through. She has, she has her medication that she was allowed. Like I think the Olympics allows it, but Japan doesn't allow it. Mm Mm-hmm. So you know, if she's used to doing something every day for however many years, and then she doesn't have her juice, yeah, and she's expected to perform, you know, with high pressure with the best athletes in the world in her sport, I can, and then she started to lose her confidence because I think she did like a like a tumble or a vault or something, and she was way off. She got lost in the air, whatever that means, when you're flipping around, she didn't mm-hmm. know where she was going. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think, you know, a couple of bad tumbles, and she kind of lost her confidence, and that matters a lot in any sport, but especially in gymnastics when you're tumbling around doing crazy stuff. Well,
0: if she needed, yeah, if she needed that to concentrate and focus, then yeah. maybe she needed, I, I, you know, whatever. I don't, I don't really care. But I, I'm more mad at the people who have such strong opinions. Either way. About it. Yeah. You know, I don't think it's fair to call her a national disgrace. And, you know, a lot of these people had to apologize for that. But also the people's just celebrating her for giving up on her, on, you know, not only herself, but her team. And, you know, I'm sorry. And I know nationalism is a bad word now, but she's representing the country. Mm-hmm. And gymnastics is one of the ones that is very competitive, always between Russia and and China and the United States. It's one of the
1: most watched sports, certainly.
0: And you could, I mean, there's there's been historic moments. Jesse Owens, you know, in Germany, you know, giving the the fist in the air to Hitler. Oh, you know, stuff like that. There was. Are you a gymnast? No, uh, no. the track person. Oh. Yeah. It was Jimmy. Oh, I mean you
1: were talking about gymnastics. It was like, I No, know. no. What's his name?
0: Owens. Jesse Owens. Yeah.
1: Are you talking about Black Power? He just
0: had his fist up in the air. I don't know. It might have been prior to that whole Black Power movement and stuff. But it was just a fist in the air and uh, in front of Hitler, who didn't want him to compete in the games. And he won the the gold. There's just been a lot of historic moments that uh, have come from the Olympics. And it is sort of this proxy war almost between these nations. You know, they show their strength and their athleticism. And everybody wants to do well in them. And look, you know, like, I don't care what she did, but I, it shouldn't be celebrated either, what she did. And there's this push to normalize weakness. Weakness is strength now. And celebrating it is just like, can we just take a step back and say, I feel bad for yeah. it that she needed a, a rest?
1: Here's the thing, like, yes and no to that. I, I agree with you. I don't think it should be celebrated. I think it should just be like, okay. You do what you gotta. You gotta make you know autonomy. You do your own thing. You you don't think you're ready, or you think that they're gonna be better without you, and you want to sacrifice yourself so the team will do better. Okay, that's your call. I don't know, but I also think that like toughness is good, discipline is good, and you're talking to someone who is pretty pretty mentally calloused I think especially when it comes to like physical exercise I I love finding new ways to torture myself and abuse myself I work out frequently even when I don't want to I push through hard stuff you know whatever but I also feel like there's a point where it is it's dumb you know like I look at someone like David Goggins right and we're Mm -hmm. like wow amazing like how incredible yeah but at the end of the hundred like he ran I think a hundred miles on a track in like tube socks without training and I mean he had Obviously, his foot was covered in blisters. He had shin splints, so he literally broke bones. And people are applauding that. And I, to me, I go, what are we accomplishing here? You're just... You're destroying your body.
0: Yeah, but it's accomplishing a feat... In spite of your body breaking down, that's mental toughness. Sure, Being absolutely. Able, like, the, having the ability that celebrates the human ability to persevere, outdo their limitations. What
1: what you think you could do, and Absol- that's
0: why it's celebrated.
1: I I understand that, but also it's like. You also got to know your limits, I think. I don't think you're really accomplishing anything when you're destroying your body and putting yourself in real danger. I think it's also a good idea, especially you look at like these UFC fighters or whatever. No one to tap out, no one to quit when, you know, it could be life-threatening potentially. I mean, gymnastics, people have broken their necks before. So you got to kind of go, listen, yeah, I maybe I should persevere, but if I'm not ready, I could be paralyzed for the rest of my life. And am I going to be applauded for, do I really care if anybody applauded me for being mentally tough if I broke my back? Like, I also think when we're talking about extremes, especially, you know, people who are at the top of their game in whatever sport, you really have to take into consideration, like, maybe I shouldn't do that fight. Maybe I'm not ready because, yeah, people are going to think I'm a pussy if I pull out, or I could die. I could mm. die if I get into the cage. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so, yeah.
0: I do know there. There was even a tennis player. Now this is just. It seems like it started this steamrolling now, where, look, I don't. I don't know what was going, but it, well, in this occasion, I'll just tell you what happened. There was a two guys playing tennis in the Olympics. It was hot and it was muggy, and one is guy. Olympics? Yeah, a few days after Simone Biles. And he got overheated, and he took a break, and then he started telling the judge, "Like, are you going to take responsibility if I die? This weather's too hot." It's like, okay, but he's playing under the same. This is just weather condition. It's part of the game. You know, you have to not only you have to be mentally tough to deal with the condition. You stay hydrated, obviously. Yeah. You know, do what you need to do. Or quit. Be like, I can't do it. But the fact of the matter is, is it's it isn't even playing field because the other guy or sure. person is dealing with the same conditions, you know. In a football game, they always mention what the weather is, you know, because it it's part difference. of the game. It makes it a lot. You got to change your strategy if it's raining. You can't be passing the ball all over the place. Ball slipper. You got to get your run game going. You know, there's just strategies that you need to do. Yeah. And I'm sure it's the same in tennis, but it just feels like. Th- this being weak is like celebrated you
1: can't now, like, Oh, he's he's. Well, I guess you can. <laughs> I'm like, well, why yeah, how is that can? that hard? But whatever, I get uh, it. I get it. Yeah, it's
0: just you know, complaining is the the way to go now. And it, and these are people who are probably in their twenties and and grew up in this culture, the pussification of the world yes, but now. But also, I guess,
1: but also no, because we're not talking about people like average people. We're talking about Olympians. So you'd think that you know, they had to persevere no matter what to get to that level. So that's kind of odd that
0: are we going to just stop, you know, like, Oh, it's too hot today.
1: But again, like it's if raining you've been training outside. your whole life, yeah, it's part of the you, deal. You, it's you've, just, but you've all you've obviously endured hard times. Every day training, every day isn't always going to be your best day or going to be fun. You're going to play poorly sometimes. You're going to be feeling under the weather. Whatever the can, you know situation may be, but in order you have to endure that all that stuff to become Olymp- an Olympian. Yeah. So once you're thing. at the Olympics, it seems odd that you would suddenly just like pull out. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it just doesn't make sense, and I think it has to do with the fact that Simone Biles was celebrated for quitting, and it almost becomes a virtue to, nah, I'm not doing it today. I quit. I'm not going to do what you tell me to do, and it's like, well, nobody's telling her to do it. You're here under your own accord because you're the best in the world, and you want to prove it. Yeah. But I don't know. Again, I don't have a really strong opinion about Simone. I do have a strong opinion about the people who have a strong opinion either way. uh, The tennis player... Uh, you know, I don't know. I think he finished the game. He mm-hmm. made, maybe just happened a mood swing or something. But it just seemed like this is going to become a thing in the future of sports. But if anybody has an opinion about this, eight one three six nine three two one two four. If you want to know what honest theme music is, Woo. I told you I got that last <laughs> week and answered her for you. Uh, and Twitter, yeah, home underscore made underscore man.
1: Uh, Anna Hummel Radio.
0: Yep, yeah, same with Instagram for Feel me. Feel free to
1: DM me so I can ignore you.
0: Yeah, DM me. I'll talk to you. I, I like talking <laughs> to people. So you can DM me and, and we'll chat. Have a Have a good week, Anna.
1: Thank you. You too. Bye.